0: The first pick in the 2018 NFL Draft. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. I don't know what the hell you would hire Kevin
1: Stabansky for. I'm sorry. I don't know. Back to pass. Watch, going towards the end
0: zone. And it's caught by Donovan peoples Jones. Touchdown! For the first time in 18 years, the Cleveland Browns are going to the playoffs. Welcome back to a Victory Monday edition of Nothing Rhymes With Orge. It is a beautiful night in Dayton, Ohio. How you doing, Corey? What's going on? How you doing, man? It's, it's, it feels good to be... Well, it feels okay. It feels okay. It's another Monday. It's a victory where, Monday. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a win. A win's a win, right? We say that all the time. A win yeah. is a win.
2: But it's how you doing, man? Night in Columbus, Ohio. So it's yeah. just a beautiful night everywhere. But I'm doing well. I'm doing well.
0: Good. Recharged. Uh got to see uh it, it always Mondays always hit hit different after a victory, even if it is one that comes with uh, a little bit of uh a couple question marks at the end. yeah, but, yeah, but uh we are, why
2: can't they just make it easy? Like no twenty twenty four seven against a backup quarterback, you should be you should be good to go. And I get like dropping off coverage at the end of the game. That's fine. They were down so many scores with so little time left. You that's fine. I don't care. I don't care but my goodness the onside kicked in the offense stalling after a quarter and a half just come on
0: no no you uh essentially didn't score the second half so i mean it's 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 not a good i mean we if well here's the thing what do you think because i was kind of thinking basically we almost got like they got the Ravens got lucky that Lamar Jackson went because he did not look good against us. The you know, the couple series he was in, it was almost like Tyler Huntley gave him a jolt in the arm or something, was actually even be, played better. Because you know, I mean, Lamar's been going, he's had a rough month, but obviously, I'm not saying Tyler Huntley is better than Lamar Jackson. But what do you think about that? You think that it'll almost help the Ravens that that Huntley uh, came in?
2: I think there's an element of, um, like an element of, oh, we didn't prepare for Tyler Huntley, that always exists. I think there's an element of less hero ball with Tyler Huntley um, probably less also less freedom for Tyler Huntley than they would give Lamar so you know eyes here eyes here that's it where uh, Lamar they might give him a little a little bit more liberty to kind of do what he wants to do um, and then for the most part the Browns were up pretty big by the time Huntley came in so I think they kind of just dropped off coverage the whole second half for the most part um, which also helped I mean if you saw <laughs> the scene was like Mark Andrews just like up the seam four different times in the second half just like I think they just dropped off and said take up take your take your time so um but I mean he looked good I mean that's what you want out of your back quarterback is to come in and do something like that so
0: yeah I uh I had people text me telling, hey the game's basically over and I was like oh no oh no no lead is safe with the cleveland browns especially in the year 2021 but but yeah we are we're, let's just let's just enjoy the win i don't want to be the do you want to be do you want to be that guy i don't want to be the guy who has to sit here and you know just lament the fact that we want a football game it's it's getting old at this point like it was fun the first couple of times but it's just old at this point like i'm like we get it we're 1-0 post bye baby we're 1-0 <laughs> we
2: post bye yes
0: yes so we are going to break it all down for you uh we are joined by a special guest today our uh we brought in we hired the big guns we brought in uh, a specialist if you will a a professional in the art of podcasting. We are joined by um, Aaron Van Auken. Hey, what's up, Aaron? How you doing, man? Not
1: bad. Happy to be here. Um, As a Colts fan, I'm happy to give you guys some perspective on not being the only team with frustrating quarterback play. And, you know, I can complain about mine all day long just as well. So you guys aren't the only ones at the bottom of the bucket there.
0: Yeah, we uh, this podcast is known to go after the quarterback a little bit, so uh, we we definitely don't hide our uh, hide our feelings on uh, Mr. Baker Mayfield. But you know, we're like I said, that's another thing we're just kind of wearing out. We're done. We're kind of uh, we're sick of talking about we uh, we think I I personally I'm not gonna speak for Corey Baker Mayfield stinks, and I'm just like moving on with it mentally. I'm moving on, but you know what? He is our quarterback this year, and I want to go to the playoffs, so I wanted to play well. But that's just the so it's the way it's gonna go, but we're happy to have you here. Um, you're, he's gonna help us out a little bit, but um, it's good to be good to have you here, man. Thanks, man. If you're wondering how be- I
2: got the job? It was complete nepotism. I just didn't have a, <laughs> I didn't have a special cousin, and Riley did. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, nepotism uh, at its
1: finest. Hey, it's say, not hey. what you know; it's who you know, right? <laughs> there you
0: go. Hey, in, in life, that's just how you gotta live life. It's about it's about who you know, not what you know. That's uh, that's the way I've uh, made it this the 28 years of almost 29 years of life. That's That's the way. That's the way. Uh, that's the way Corey uh, is about to have a, a son. It's not about what he knows. It's about who he knows. He found a woman he you know, and together they're creating a life, and they're going to name it Riley, which is really, really special.
2: Isn't that like how how everybody has kids though? Like it's not like that was my special path to having a child. <laughs> it's like the universal path to having a child. I guess not the universal path.
0: I don't know. It Sounds like nepotism
2: to me. A common path of having a child. <laughs> In uh definitely in, not nepotism, yeah. In Alabama definitely not nepotism That's in, Al- weird.
0: <laughs> in Alabama, it's definitely nepotism. That's the only way to have a child is nepotism in Alabama. So <laughs> hey, roll tide. Uh but yeah, man, we're gonna break down this game and uh you know we got some other stuff we gotta talk about because there is always extra stuff when it comes to the Cleveland Browns. Um, but we're gonna get to all that. But um, as far as the game goes, um, you know, the Ravens. Made it interesting there at the end, you know, uh, Denzel Ward made himself, uh, made himself known on that final fourth, uh, fourth down, uh, tackling, uh, I think it was Bateman, um, short of the line and, and that was it, that was curtains. But I mean, I was, you know, on the edge of my seat up until then. And I, and honestly... If we're being honest, I thought we were going to lose that game. I thought all they had to do was what they have to get to, what the 45 yard line, and they're in Justin Tucker's like <laughs> Tucker's money range, spot. Yeah. Like, and that's really why it's just like they just have to get to the 45 and Justin Tucker is going to win this game for them. And you know, I was pissed off, but you know, we, we, the defense, and we're going to talk about the defense a lot today because the defense played really well again. And I, it's pretty much like the highlight of the game because offense stank again. But I mean, it's, yeah man sigh of relief there at the end it was not 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 an enjoyable second half at all
2: no no not at all but yeah talking about Denzel Ward you owe that man an apology for how you talked about him on the first you know three <laughs> okay. or four weeks on this podcast because he was he was he's he came on after
0: three or four weeks after the he started slow and I you know what that's all I said is he's starting slow and i and you know but yeah, I will. I'll apologize to Denzel. He's been playing really good. I, I have a, no
2: problem admitting that I was wrong. From a league-wide perspective, like it's easy for Browns fans just to know what's going on in Cleveland and not much going on outside of Cleveland. From a league-wide perspective, Denzel Ward is playing like a top-five corner in the NFL right now. Like that's how well he's playing. He's 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 phenomenal. Uh, his trigger on those two those two run support hits yesterday were thrilling. Um, he the Browns are are probably kicking themselves. They couldn't get a deal done this last season. Now this last off season now, because uh, he's going to be looking at top of the market where, you know, maybe they could have got him under the budget a little bit last year, but not, not anymore. He's uh, blown that out of the water. So um, time to pony up. Which I'm totally fine with. I mean, if he's playing like a
0: top football, you could pay him. That's a good thing. It's not a bad thing that he's playing really, really well. Like, right. It's a, that's something that is not easy to find is a lockdown corner in the internet. And that's what we always say. We're
2: fine with paying people more money to be sure that we know they're dudes. We know Denzel's a dude, I guess. I mean, I kind of knew he was a dude last year too, but uh, for whatever reason, they couldn't get a deal done. But again, I'm fine with paying good players top dollar money. So.
0: Always. That's why nobody, you know, literally no one in Cleveland got on the radio, got on their Facebook page, um you know and bitched about joel batoni on jc and uh uh teller getting massive extensions and you know why because they're two of the best guards in the nfl like it doesn't like if you play like one of the best people at your position pay give him all the money he wants in the world and if you wonder why we're harping on this so much it's because it always goes back to our quarterback and uh Let's uh let's just talk about that since we're talking about it right now. There's some some stuff came out uh today. I think it was a Mary Cabot Cleveland.com article. Um, just kind of I guess referencing the way Baker was kind of talking about, um, the way the offense was kind of working, not as not exactly playing to his strengths. Um, you know, maybe some miscommunication between him and the coaching staff, just kind of high some of the injury stuff was in there too. Just honestly from from our perspective just not not a good look especially from Eddie a fuck, yeah. especially from a coach who's basically made put the blame on him for you playing like Taking shit all every year. bullet
2: week in and week out yeah he has never once done that for any players for for that matter but he has never once come out and said he's like it's on me it's on me week after week and I mean, people are still thinking that like this wasn't Baker's camp that leaked this. Like, ask yourself how much sense that would make if it was somebody else. Like, the big thing is like D Haslam is friends with Mary Kay Cabot. What is? What do the Haslams have by leaking this information? If they want Baker Mayfield extended. They'll tell Aaron, Andrew Barry go extend Baker Mayfield or we'll fire you. Like, right. this is clearly Baker's camp playing up their boy because he's not playing himself up. And no, he has got.
0: No, he's tr- he's in a contract year, Corey. I mean, he's and he's his stats are not good. He's not playing well. Um and you know it's we're winning games, we're at a you know, we're winning more games than we're losing obviously, but I mean, it's it, this is not the year that he wanted to have and um you could
2: you could essentially pin it on his injuries, but he's saying he's healthy. So what do you like was he- The front <laughs> office have been saying he's healthy. And apparently that's another thing that was in the article is that Mayfield hasn't been happy with the way that the front office and the coaching staff have been pretty much non, non like they don't care about the injuries. They don't think the injuries have played into his performance that that much, which I mean, we've been saying that as well. Yeah. Which if you listen Uh, to (laughs) podcasts, all the time. Yeah. Right. And apparently he's pissed off about that as well. But it's like now you're coming out and saying you're healthy. So what are we doing? What are we doing?
0: No, he's. He's almost contradicting himself. Almost, he's trying to make a ar- behind-the-scenes argument for himself, and that he's arguing with his, you know, his behind-the-scenes stance in public. So it's
2: not exactly. Uh, go look to- at how both of those passing touchdowns happened. They were both slide boot play action passes where receivers were snuck out for Baker to find pretty easily. Jarvis in the flat. Okay, there we go. Hooper in the back of the end zone. Pretty easy look. Like <laughs> this is it. Wasn't like people are really complaining that they don't feel like Kevin Stefanski is doing enough to help Baker or they don't think that uh, he's scheming receivers open, things like that. Go back. The Lions game was two games ago. Go back and watch how open Jarvis Landry schemed open for a guy who has no ability to separate no long speed and pretty much has to be schemed open. Go, go look back and see how much he was open. Like (laughs) he's scheming guys open everywhere.
0: Yeah, I know. And you've been a big proponent of, basically saying that the play calling is fine Kevin's fancy is doing everything that he basically can to get his guys open and um it all kind of goes a lot of it's back to just you know throws are being missed there's throws out there that are being left on the field and it's you know we talk about this stuff all the time guys it's just you know we got some new information so we wanted to actually talk about it because this is this is also just not good in the in the first place that you're you know, quarterback of your, your – essentially the franchise or supposed to be franchise, is, you know, leaking stories out there to make himself look better or whatever you want to say. Or, I don't know. You can interpret that however you want to want. That's just our
2: take on it. This is just – it's like it's, it's a poor look as well. Like how is what you are doing in the media by leaking this, how is that going to help you get paid this offseason? unless he's trying to leverage himself out of potentially either like pay me or get, like I went out unless he's potentially trying to leverage himself out of Cleveland by ledger, leveraging himself against the head coach. Like that's the only other, like, how is this helping your contract cause? It's not like, so what, what what's the end goal here? What's the end goal?
0: Oh, and I don't want to be that guy, but I mean, do, do you think that Baker Mayfield, if he could choose to be a Cleveland Brown, like let's be real, let's, let's take our Cleveland hats off our, our Brown, our Brown town lenses and, like, do you think that he would not rather be playing for the Dallas Cowboys? Do you think that he – like, do you think Emily Mayfield wants to spend the next, you know, eight years of her life in Cleveland, Ohio? I mean, we we live in Ohio. We love Ohio. But that's – they're not from here. Like, they, they'd rather be in Texas or California or something like that. Like, they don't think that, you know, if things get a little sideways here that that could potentially happen because that's definitely – you know, we see it all the time. We see – I mean <laughs> – I'm not saying I'm not comparing Baker Mayfield the person to Deshaun Watson, but Deshaun Watson is requesting out somebody who we think is like a super nice guy, and Russell Wilson is requesting out. Like, I mean, I thought you were going to say
2: Deshaun Watson was a super
0: nice guy. I mean, he uh, well, very very nice, but maybe he might be a little too nice. A liberal use of the word. Yeah, little too, little too much use of the hands, if you know. But you know, whatever. But it's not out of the question that that could happen, especially if things get ugly or if there's some kind of like contract stalemate. if they don't want, if they're kind of like, yo, if we're like next year after the, after the fifth year option, we're like, we need you to prove it again because we never, we have another inconsistent year. Like we are this year. Like it's not, don't think that, you know, these, they're, these are our guys. These are our Cleveland Browns players until they're not, and they can become not very, very quickly.
2: Right. And I mean, this is, I mean, this is, not even the start of it. I mean, I feel like there's been some other, some other hints, clues, things like that in press conferences from the front office. Like we talked about Andrew Berry's comments of the next five games. Like they're not committing anything beyond the season or as far as evaluation wise, things like that. And now this, it's just like, okay, this is just getting like the wedge is getting deeper. It's getting bigger. It's getting deeper. And honestly, like if it comes down to, head coach or quarterback the answer is pretty easy for I think both of us like the way that it was like Wentz versus Doug Peterson this past offseason where the reports came out that like Carson Wentz just completely ignored his coaching and didn't give a shit and wanted him fired and pretty much got him fired before they ended up trading him as well but uh if that's the situation that that we're heading towards the Cleveland I I think it's a pretty big no-brainer who uh who the 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 choice will be in that situation
0: yeah and the same thing is being coming out of the mouths of our coach, uh the coaching staff and the front office so who do you think is more aligned in that regard so it's just some food for thought i mean just i'm not we're not saying anything you know because obviously we don't know but i mean we're just connect we're we're a, a connect the dots kind of guys we're not uh we're not a and rap before or anything like that but yeah no. that's Anything no, it else? It doesn't take that? a
2: smart dude to figure out what's happening. No. This. It doesn't take a smart person at all.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. That might have been the whole uh, thing that, you know, we, we were like, you know, we think something's going on. Well, it might be uh the old uh baker's camp against the the coaching staff or the front office. Maybe we got a maybe we just got the groups wrong. So yeah, keep that's definitely something to keep an eye on because uh if we miss the playoffs, if we uh drop some games we probably shouldn't down the stretch, you know, things could get ugly guys. I'm I'm just saying, could get ugly. Anything else on that Corey?
2: Nope. That's enough Baker talk for the day.
0: All right. Let's get back to the Ravens. And, uh, you want to, you want to take like a victory lap about Rashad Bateman or anything like
2: that? Because dude, oh man, I'm very happy with Greg Newsom. That's what I'll say. (laughs) That dude's a baller. (laughs) He's a baller, man. He anybody very, who very followed well. me on Twitter last April knew I had like the, the 12 days of Christmas of Rashad Bateman leading up to the draft last year. So where each post, each day was a different post. Uh, so he is who I thought he was. Yeah. He's going to be a good player. The Wolverine meme with him in the picture.
0: Verbal meme. Yep.
2: Uh, yep. That's you. <laughs>
0: But yeah, well, you know, we're going to need Greg Newsom to cover Rashad Bateman for the next five years, so it's a good yeah. thing we got him, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But um, some other players to highlight on the Ravens, uh, we did say uh, future Browns starting quarterback Tyler Huntley uh, makes some plays. Jesus, man, that was... I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Not exactly, but he... I mean, he, dude dude was making plays, bro. He was running around like he... It looked like... It kind of looked like like peak Lamar Jackson almost, like he's he missed a couple of his deep throws, but you know, Lamar Jackson does that too sometimes, but he was, he was, he was a pain in the ass. I'm going to be honest. He was a pain
2: in the ass yesterday. It's, it's nice to know you have a guy in case something happens to your quarterback. And I feel like the Ravens know they have a guy in case something happens to their quarterback again, which is the best place you can be. And I think the Browns for, for, for more or less, know they have a guy something happens like
0: i don't i totally disagree you know how i feel about that you should have played <laughs> they do not believe they have a guy because they should have played him freaking three weeks ago
2: yeah but whose decision do you think they left that up to if baker uh, was gonna, there's no way baker was gonna be like yeah I, I need to sit out baker's gonna play through it and if you're the front office and you see that like for better or for worse we could talk about baker's you know the whole stick up his ass and shit like that but like Like the tough guy, I think, isn't like a facade. Like, I think he's kind of a frat boy, but like, he's gonna go out and play if he can play. So, if you're the coaching staff, I mean, I think an injured Baker still gives you at least the opportunity to throw the ball down the field. But I think, I mean, Case Keenum went out and they beat the Broncos, and the Broncos are not a a bad football team. Like, um, just, I mean, if something happens to Baker, like, Keenum can at least run the offense. But yeah, backup quarterback talk. Pretty Pretty quarterback, on the podcast
0: yeah last guy i want to hit up on the ravens is the absolute weapon that he is and that is justin tucker he is automatic he has a crazy streak so here's my question if teams had to draft redraft teams all over from scratch we're gonna say quarterbacks are obviously gonna go first how many where's the quarterback line before justin tucker's taken quarterback line yeah, like who's the last quarterback oh, taken before, before Justin, Justin
2: Tucker? Yeah. Um, oh, let me pull this up. I need, I need a visual here.
0: All right, well, while you're uh, pulling that up, uh, I'm going to talk about the uh, playoff picture a little bit because with the Ravens losing to us, the Steelers losing to the Vikings on Thursday and the Bengals losing yesterday, the Browns are firmly in second place. And a peek to next week, we got the Raiders reeling a little bit. Kind of looking like trash. Hopefully they dance on uh, our logo, give us a little uh, <laughs> extra theme.
2: The Browns don't have a logo at midfield. Disadvantage.
0: Oh, uh, that's true. Hopefully they like uh, insult uh, Swagger Junior or something like that. Just give us a little, just give us a little extra boost. But yeah, and uh, the Ravens are playing the Packers, so very good chance that we could potentially be in first place after next week. We got to take care of our business again, but uh, that is uh, some good news at least. Um, You know, we kind of talked about it. Really, the only game we can kind of drop down the stretch is against the Green Bay Packers, which we will play on Christmas Day. Um, But uh, as far as like you kind of said it before we jumped on, but like everybody who's losing these last couple who we need to lose the last couple weeks, they're losing. (laughs) They're doing the Lord's work. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was a little tight yesterday. We had two. We I was like, oh, the Bengals are going to lose the 49ers. Like, we got this in the bag. Uh, Bills are getting creamed by the Bucs, and they both came back, ma- took it to overtime, got a little dicey in overtime, and ended up, it just, everything was coming up Browns yesterday. Everything was coming up Browns. Hey, you got that quarterback yet?
2: Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a list of like mid- to low-tier quarterbacks, and you tell me if you would rather if you would draft Justin Tucker over this okay. guys in a, okay. a real-life fantasy draft. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo. No. You would not draft Justin Tucker. Over Wait, for
0: game. fantasy football or for starting a franchise? Like starting a franchise. Like if it was a
2: full redraft. Oh,
0: geez. Oh, give me Justin Tucker. Justin okay. Tucker wins more games than Jimmy Garoppolo does. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Uh, I'll take Kirk Cousins. Jalen Hurts. Justin Tucker. Teddy Bridgewater. Justin Tucker.
2: (laughs) Derek Carr. Uh, Derek Carr. That's a good call. Uh, Ryan Tannehill.
0: Ryan Tannehill. Matt Ryan. That's tough. 37-year-old Matt Ryan? I don't know, man. I might Here, take Justin Tucker.
2: <laughs> here's the last one to pull at your heartstrings a little bit and maybe make fun of you a little bit. Sam Darnold. <laughs> okay, fuck you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we're talking, there's probably like 15, 16, 17 quarterbacks you take before you take Justin Tucker? Yeah,
2: maybe 20 the dude is the
0: dude. how many i would uh, love to know i should have prepared this but i would love we get stats so here's on the those. thing if we're
2: starting if we're starting a new franchise i would still take like guys like trevor lawrence justin fields trey lance for maybe sure. zach wilson so that's where it gets sticky because like no so maybe like guys suck right now although yeah just, maybe like 20 justin fields is playing real well these past few starts he's had uh while they're not playing well like right now i mean i'm still taking trevor lawrence over Kirk cousins jimmy garoppolo jalen Hurts, mac jones like I'm taking him over these guys. So, like, yeah, I'll take him over to Justin Tucker. But so that's where it gets sticky. Like, how many
0: yeah. actual quarterbacks? So, probably like 20, 21, 22, maybe somewhere around there. But yeah, dude, the dude is, I'm telling you, I, like, we should have uh, Aaron, AK Stats, get on uh, how many game winners Justin Tucker actually has, because I guarantee it's more than any of those quarterbacks that you named. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I also want to uh, touch on some uh, some guys who, who were either making their start or had some other, other interesting things to say, Uh, who made his first start. Well, not his first start, but um, James Hudson started at right tackle on Sunday. Corey, what was kind of your overall take from him? The, the rookie, the third round rookie. Uh,
2: So I didn't watching live. I didn't notice anything bad. Like I didn't, I didn't hear his name called or like see him get his ass beat or anything like that. Uh, when I did watch him live, though, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's a converted defensive tackle who's been playing offensive tackle for like two years uh, because his technique, his pass set is just horrid. Like it's a backpedal at times. It's, I mean, so he's very raw still technically, uh, and that's very apparent. Um, but he was better than play cans. So <laughs> is he making progress? That's yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he was getting his ass beat by third teamers in the preseason. So. He's probably still getting his ass beat and he doesn't like, he's still very raw technically, but at least he's like doing it against first teamers.
0: Right. So
2: and not practice squad dudes like he was in the preseason. So.
0: So you think he probably gets to start Saturday then? Yeah. He probably
2: starts the rest of the way out.
0: All right, Corey. So where do you stand on booing, booing your, uh, your home team, I guess.
2: So here's the thing. I'm not like, a fan police one of the fan police like i'm not one of those people Say, oh, if you do this you're not a real fan. or like people who are like oh yeah just enjoy the win or you're not like you don't love this team as much as i do it's like okay like fandom can be what you want it to be if you pay tickets and go see a shitty performance and you feel like booing then you do it at the same time i'm also not gonna i mean should a professional athlete be posted on social media and stuff like that probably not but, like, at the same time, I'm not one of those guys who's going to be like, oh, professional athletes shouldn't have real human emotion. They make billions of dollars. It's like, okay, well, they're not robots. So, like, yeah, uh, that's not a fun feeling. Yeah, if you have no
0: idea what we're talking about,
2: we're talking about, boo! Uh, you- how do you like being booed well, like, while you talk? Did you like that? Was that a good feeling for you? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I did not like that at all.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Both-
2: I see it both ways. Fandom can do what you want it to be, but also people have the right to be pissed off about it and to feel however
0: they feel about it so yeah it's mean it's a at the end of the day it's a product you're paying for if you don't enjoy the product don't you uh you know write a well i don't because it takes more effort to write the damn bad review than it does to just buy another something else but you know you leave a bad review on the product or something it's the same thing i mean if you want to if you if you have a podcast
2: good reviews only.
0: yeah yeah well just i'll i'll take i'll review at this point you know just give (laughs) give us some juice out there but um but yeah, if you don't if you weren't really following any of that, Jedrick Wills had some tweets that he liked uh this week about um, you know, fans booing, um Cleveland not being the most classy
2: uh fan base he in the NFL. unlike those ones, but people definitely got some screenshots. We
0: got the receipts, Jed. We got the receipts. I'll we'll <laughs> let it slide this one time, but uh don't think we didn't notice. Don't think we didn't notice. That um but yeah, I don't yeah, man. I'm with you. Especially when like actual when they come out or when athletes take the time to say or like just get on the fans, like people they don't even know. And and they're like in the stands. If you're like, if you're like using like slurs or you're like talking about somebody's family, that's the line, obviously. But if you're going to boo someone, like, like get over it, dude. Like the only reason essentially this is your job is because the fans care about what you're doing. Nobody gives a flying, you know, Frick about, Bragging groceries. That's not entertaining. No one's paying to go see that. So, you know, it's just kind of part of the job. It's just uh it's like uh it's like anything else in life. You uh you get paid for how entertaining you are or how good you are at something. That's why uh that's why I don't get paid for this and you do. Is that right, Corey? All right, stats. Give us a stat on uh give us a stat on Justin Tucker.
1: <laughs> All right. I'm crawling out of my dark hole to appear once every twenty minutes in this show and give you something good to to chat about all right so um since 2012 justin tucker has hit 18 game-winning kicks for reference kirk cousins in that time since 2012 has has 19 game-winning drives which just means his drive ended the game with them winning also he has two more that are where they end in a tie so you could argue 21 if you think a tie is anywhere close to a win Um, Derek Carr, on the other hand, for the Raiders since 2014, when he came in the league has 27, which is a lot also, um, let's see, what was I going to say about that? Oh yeah. So of those 27, 22 of them are fourth quarter comebacks. So they were down at one point. So a game winning drive doesn't necessarily mean you're down. It just means it wins you the game. So 22 of Derek Carr's 27 were fourth quarter comebacks, which means he was down, came back, won the game. Um, and then, so so yeah. Um, where's I going with that? Yeah. Kirk Cousins at 19 Derek Carr at 27 and just where they rank kind of all time, uh, adding to that. Number one is, uh, my boy second to God, Peyton Manning with 54. Um, then on down the list it's Drew Brees with 53, uh, Tom Brady with 52. And then, um, the guy that Riley has a poster of, up on his wall, Ben Roethlisberger with 51. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I got it. I got, I have a picture of Ben Roethlisberger in my bathroom, just so, just so <laughs> I just so I never forget what he did in there.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, that's your stat pop of the day.
0: Thank you. But yeah. Thank I you mean, 27
1: much. is pretty good, especially for guys who are still playing, um, and, and guys that young. So that's since 2012. But all time, the numbers are significantly higher.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Stats. So yeah, Corey, so he's have- got as many game winning kicks as Kirk Cousins does game winning drives.
1: Yeah. Same.
2: In the same amount of years. So he's. Yeah, that's that's and, pretty incredible. So we had the line about
0: probably. I mean, uh, I guess we should have given him a, a little. Well, somebody I said no to, but I mean, you know, I was right to take those guys before. So essentially, what I'm saying yeah. is, Justin Tucker, top 25 draft pick, we could have also him Derek Carr, clutch gene, dude. You know, you know what else about those two guys potentially available? Oh, Jesus, at <laughs> <laughs> the time that's sets another pod for another day. <laughs> the can is all the way open for Riley. Oh man, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm off the edge, dude. I'm just standing out in traffic, waiting for a good quarterback to hit me. So that's where really- <laughs> <laughs> I am to remind, remind you that ahead. as a Colts
1: fan, that doesn't always work out that well.
0: Hey, you know what? You can, you had you 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 guys. The Colts had Peyton Manning, and then they basically just killed Andrew Luck. So you guys, you guys could just be happy with what you got from here on out. That's
1: what also, I'm saying. You can have all the best luck in the world. That doesn't mean it's going to work out for you. Somebody's going to screw it up.
2: Also, in Indianapolis, you're probably more likely to get hit by Jim Irsay on blow if you're standing on the, <laughs> the street than a quarterback. So he drives his
1: golf cart around downtown. Man, it's sketchy. <laughs>
0: Dude, if you get dude, that dude, if you got hit by or Jim Irsay's golf cart, that's you wouldn't have to work the rest of the rest of your life.
1: No, <laughs> I will say though, like in on that nepotism line you were talking about earlier, my wife's dad's cousin's son is married to Jim Irsay's daughter, so I have a chance.
0: You fumb- Well, try not to fumble the bag, Aaron. Try to take care of that. But thank you for the stat, uh, the stat of the day. That's why we keep you around. That's why we keep you on the payroll. Um, you know, we anchor's gonna be sending a check one of these days. As soon as we see our Saren, we'll send it to you. <laughs> Thanks. But, but all right, Corey, uh let's uh let's get back to the uh the Browns. A little less golf cart uh accident talk. Um so let's talk a little bit about our defense because I want to make sure we highlight them because they essentially want us this game as they have a couple of games this year. um, That kind of was the silver lining to yesterday. It didn't like feel like a full on like awful win, like the lions. Like we actually felt like, Hey, this is, our defense is starting to stack some weeks together. We didn't think that we were going to be able to, you know, have another game like that against Lamar Jackson and
2: you know, Lamar Jackson got hurt, but you know, we were, we were taking it to him. There wasn't doing much before. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Hey, Miles Garrett defensive player of the year campaign well underway. He broke the shout out, he broke the Browns single season sack record. Yes. See Reggie Camp no longer. He is now also four and a half sacks behind Clay Matthews for the franchise's all-time sack record and he's only 25 years old.
0: So, he's, a, he's a maniac, dude.
2: It's insane. <laughs> he's so good. But yeah. We talked about we talked about Denzel Ward. Obviously, Miles Garrett, Grant Delpit, past couple weeks stepped into a bigger role and he has not, not let us down. And it also feels like John Johnson starting to stack weeks here. Two two weeks in a row, same team, but John Johnson stacking some weeks too. A light at the end of the tunnel?
0: <laughs> Let's hope, dude. We got some money. We need some of these uh, free agent sightings to start paying off, other than, you know, you know, Davion Clowney, which I want to talk about him. Okay. He's been playing awesome. Yes,
2: he has. And there's another spree agent signing on the defense that's been playing better than Jadavian Clowney, that's Troy Hill. Yes. So if he can't go Saturday, that's going to suck, because Troy Hill is incredibly vital to what the Browns do on defense. There's a reason they can play nickel as much as they do, take a, take a linebacker off the field, and play the pass as often, mm-hmm. or play in you know, where they can expect the pass as often. And that's because Troy Hill's not afraid to, to stick his nose in a gap. He's not afraid to work downhill. He's not afraid, afraid to participate in run fits um and if he can't go uh you better hope to god that that greg newsome gets through this concussion protocol (laughs) right right or else we're going to be seeing an mj Stewart out there again so um so i I hope i hope he's back and ready to go it doesn't sound likely but man he is vitally important has been worth every dollar the browns have spent on him
0: he is and someone who we thought you know we initially when you saw him go down we were like this guy's done for the year and he's done forever <laughs> yeah, this dude may never play football again and he's back in like two weeks it's crazy but he's been a he's been awesome and uh somebody else another a lo- little lower key uh free agent signing was tack mckinley making a strip sack there um making his presence known pretty much all day because he's whenever he was filling in like he he was making plays dude and i don't know what the future holds for Jadavian Clowney. i think his you know, price tag may price the Browns out of him. But Tack McKinley is definitely someone that you could potentially bring
2: back at a yes. more reasonable deal. Yes. Not to mention it was in the red zone. That that fumble, that strip fumble was in the red Oh yeah, zone. they were about so, to score. Huge, huge play. Uh, Tack's a freak, man. He's a freak. That dude's extremely explosive. So I would, yeah, if, I mean, if they can't keep Jadavion, I mean, he's probably playing himself out and into too big of a contract. Probably not likely. Tack can start on this team. Porter Gustin started on this team. Tack would run laps on him. So, (laughs) Tack can start on this team. I mean, you're going to be drafting an edge in the first, you know, top 100 anyway. So, you do that. Have that edge as the rotational guy. That rookie is the rotational guy. Start Tack. He's more than capable. Uh, He's been also incredible for a one-year, $4 million contract to just come in and do it. Bargain. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's a there was a lot of people to highlight. I mean, everybody was making plays. I don't know who was it. You know, Jacob Phillips got a couple – he had like 20-something – I think he had 21 snaps to play. He he played pretty well. You know, it's uh, JOK making plays, flying around, dude. You got Jadavion Clowney saying he's seen never seen a blindbacker play at his speed. And it's just like, man, we got, some, we got some dudes on this defense. So, if they can get things going, they might be able to carry this, Uh, you know, archaic offense that we
2: got running right now. Yeah. Uh, you better hope so. Um, and so even if the offense hits their stride again, can we, can we, if we can get back in stride offensively, this team's ready to roll this team for how much shit that we've had to go through and how much shit we continue to talk because we're still like, I just really don't know about this team. The way the whole AFC is the Browns are tied for the sixth seed right now. They're out of the playoffs by, by tiebreakers, but they have the same record as the sixth seed. This team could get hot at the right time win a playoff game again this year, make a run again this year. Like all it takes is the offense to finally get it together again. This is an offense that scored 40 points a game before an offense that the first five weeks of the season had no issue finding the end zone. So can we figure it out? If we can, it's the right time.
0: Let's talk about that because you said just hit our stride or get back to our stride or whatever, but like, do we have a stride? Like as just as the offense as a whole, like I'm kind of like, yo, this, this shit broke. And it's not getting fixed until, you know, we get some next year, essentially. Like, I don't think that there's just, you know, somehow we're going to magically flip a switch and we're just automatically just going to be a good offense. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm to the point where, I mean, dude, we're freaking 13 games into this thing. Like, it's not just you think it's just going to click week 14 like everything's just going to be fine we're going to see the offense that we saw the first three quarters of the kansas city game because at this point i'm not even counting the bagels game anymore that was just a, a magical flash in the pan that just kind of came out of nowhere we have not been able to replicate that success since so <clears throat> i don't know man i i want to i want to be with you on that i want to think that you know we our offense is capable of hitting a stride but like i just think it's broke at this point we just got to ride this thing out and try to get into the playoffs.
2: Yeah, so step one was protection. Um, I mean, Baker got hit pretty hard in that one where they made him come out and go through the concussion protocol. Uh, But I mean, it was a long developing play. It was like he had the ball in his hand for three or four seconds. So, uh, and that was, I mean, how many sacks did Baker have yesterday? I don't, did the Browns have? Um, It just felt like protection was fine against the pass for the most part. So that's step one. Um, Baker was not sacked at all the entire day yesterday. Um, so we can get there, but again, we say it every week unless they find some sort of consistency in the passing game, teams are just going to keep stacking the box. We're going to keep getting 2.8 yards per carry, 3.5 yards per carry. So we need to, uh, it was very good. Those first few drives, offensively, they found passing success again. Kevin Stefanski did a good job of working off of boot, working in screens, uh, working in slide concepts, getting his guys into space, sneaking out Hooper uh, into the back of the end zone.
0: Hey, what? Since you brought that up, you know that Hooper did not have to fall when he caught that touchdown, right? No, he did not. But it's. <laughs>
2: and hopefully you know anthony schwartz hasn't been great but if he can get out of the concussion protocol here down the stretch that that gives you a deep threat you can stretch the field again a little bit down on people's jones looked pretty good um you're, you're gonna get david Njoku back who's your second biggest field stretcher at this point like it could be we could be we could be yeah i have hope <laughs> am i talking myself into this yeah yes
0: it definitely sounds like it <laughs> <laughs> but you know what Corey? i'm glad you're optimistic i uh, i you know if it happens that's just if it does happen then i'll just be surprised and i'll be even more ecstatic because i didn't expect it it's like uh when you think that you know you're not going to get a a gift from someone this holiday season and then they just pop in with a little gift So was like it doesn't matter if they got you a you know a a roll of toilet paper or a roll of condoms like it was a gift you weren't expecting anything you get is a bonus you weren't thinking you were going to get a bonus at work this year they give you a you know, uh, a Chili's gift certificate. You weren't even expecting anything. A Chili's gift certificate is better than nothing, right? So, yeah, I'm with you, dude. Is it, though? I don't know. I don't go to Chili's.
2: (laughs) I don't either. Unless it's like... uh, I will go to Chili's
0: if they want to sponsor us. I'll start going every week, maybe. They're hosting the Dundies. I'm good. (laughs) Hey, that too. That too. There you Uh, go. Yeah, man. But we'll just have to see. I don't know. (laughs) If the offense does click, I think it'll be the first like offensive click that's happened in week 14 since you know the merger maybe you know we we might need a we might need a a giant sneaking into the uh into the playoffs as a wild card for last when they won the super bowl that that could be oh yeah the cards for us i mean it's not impossible we just get hot i mean crazier things have happened right
2: so I have no way to definitively, definitively prove that this actually happened, other than hunting down my brother and hoping he remem- remembers the story. But that year, the Giants won the Super Bowl. They beat the undefeated Patriots. Uh, the Burros touched touchdown catch. I correctly guessed the score and the winner of that game, which would have been our sophomore year of high school. So 2009 Super Bowl. I guess 17-14 Giants got it right. But there's, again, no way to verify that, so... I'll be a champion of my own heart for now on that. (laughs) I'll be a champion of your heart too, buddy. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. All right. Well,
0: we pretty much hit, I mean, a win's a win, man. At the end of the day, a win's a win. That might be the uh, unofficial, you know, slogan of this program is a win's a win, but we got, we got some, uh, we have some, some business to attend to. And that is some unfortunate business for me. No, wait, I won this week. No, you won this
2: week. Yeah, you lost last week. You won, you you the won the too. Lions. It's unfortunate
0: for me because I'm still down. And uh, I don't yeah. – we're getting down to the nitty-gritty, so I don't know. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to make a comeback, bro. You get Because we only have four weeks left, so you could pretty much hit, hit your heavy hitters. Um, a lot of these divisions are lopsided, so you could pretty much just take the, the top dog in the, against the division games that are coming up. So it's going to be tough, but I'm going to do my best because, you know – I'm gonna. I'm sure. I'm doing this on behalf of the people because I promise you, Corey. Nobody, and I mean nobody, wants to see me drink twelve beers. Everyone, and I mean everyone, wants to see you drink twelve beers.
2: I disagree with that wholeheartedly.
0: You're right. Your wife probably I'm, doesn't want to see that.
2: Yeah, especially with the newborn. Yeah, absolutely not. She would not want to see that. <laughs>
0: Well, you're in good shape then. Keep keep picking right. But yes, the Titans ended up beating the Jaguars. I know you sh- everyone is shocked by that. So uh did not take one here. And then your uh Seahawks um beat the Texans. Give me a, a heart
2: attack to that first half. It looked sketchy. Yeah,
0: but. I was I was feeling pretty good the first half, but they uh they ended up being the being the Texans. They pulled it out. Davis Mills, though. <laughs> so yeah, There's we will continue. Someone. We will continue the Survivor Bet um, on Thursday when we record the uh, Las Vegas Raiders preview. Um, it's, getting, it's getting down to the nitty-gritty, folks. It's, uh, it's getting tight. It's a tight race. But speaking of the Raiders, this is a beaten-up team, Corey. This is a mm-hmm. poorly coached team. This is a poor character team, if you ask the Kansas City Chiefs um there is we there's it's at home this is a must win obviously and this is a game that as bad as the browns offense has been this is a game that they should win
2: yes yes it is um again we'll get into it more it's a game they have to win um sure like for all intents and purposes the raiders are a team that's that are still right there in the wild card hunt another team you don't want to have a tiebreaker over or you want to have a tiebreaker over, they need, they need it. Um, Probably
0: the easiest team you play that's left on your schedule. rest of the team. way out.
2: Yes. Yep. Yeah, this is the easiest game on your schedule the rest of the way out. Although you could argue maybe Pittsburgh right now. since they're
0: Yeah, but it's like, Pittsburgh and we're, you know how that
2: goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got to have this one short week. You're getting some guys back in COVID. You'll you have a, a healthy, in shape David Njoku who had, didn't play this past week. Uh, go out and do it. Get it.
0: Raiders are beat up. They're coming to your place. Like, Just take care of business. But yeah, we will get Prime into time, that.
2: baby. The Browns have been pretty good in prime time over the past few years. Yeah,
0: it? It's going to be fun. Saturday Come game, on. have ourselves a day. Get a little loosey goosey. Put down 12 ones. You should practice. Um, for the survivor bet, but yeah, man, it's gonna be a good time. Well, let's get into the games. Game, and that is let's start off with Thursday night. Uh, uh this was also a nail biter. Um, Vikings making it interesting. Vikings thirty six, Steelers twenty eight.
2: Listen, man, I don't know what it is and why the Vikings are also a team that have to make every game interesting, but they were up huge in that game, and there was no reason to let us look like that. Uh, but man. The Vikings' offense—they can—they can do some damage. Dalvin Cook had like nine carries for over 100 yards in the first half. Uh, I don't think the Vikings are going to do anything the rest of the way out, really. But uh, good to beat the Steelers—one game
0: closer. Yep, yep. Steelers back in the basement where they belong. Yeah, I'd love to see what's in Big Ben's basement. I ah. know what skeletons are down there.
2: I'm, I'm good. Both fi- both, literally, <laughs> both
0: literally and figuratively. But, yeah. All right. So, next game, Saints 30, Jets 9. Yikes.
2: Dude, I don't know what to make of the Jets. They're I think stank. they have a That's good what staff. You can make I think they have a good coaching staff. I mean, their roster is pretty depleted. You have a rookie quarterback. None of the rookie quarterbacks are particularly playing super well um, outside of Mac Jones, who's doing what he needs to do. I know it's like Justin Fields in that too because three of his last four games have been pretty good Um, but Zach Wilson looks bad man. and the way that like Josh Johnson and Mike White were at least able to find some success like that should give you pause if you're a Jets fan it's one thing to say he's a rookie he's got to learn yeah but like they didn't have a problem moving the ball with these dudes playing quarterback Joe Flacco playing quarterback
0: well, Joe Flacco's elite, and well, John... I, I, can, I think
2: I think the Jets have a good staff. I like salon. I like Lafleur. Like, I think he's he's gonna be a, a good young play caller. He's from the Shanahan tree, you know. His brother's Matt Lafleur. Like, he, I, I think their roster's just that bad. Nepotism. <laughs> True. He's <laughs> the Aaron of the NFL.
0: Yeah. All right, Falcons twenty-nine, Panthers twenty-one.
2: Dude, Matt Rule sucks. <laughs> okay. He legit might be the worst head coach. Oh, no, Urban Meyer's got that one. Matt Rule does not have a grip on on what he's doing at the NFL level. Not a grip.
0: It's been tough. The Panthers are kind of the lost ship.
2: I'm glad I took them as my uh, keeper, my pick, my survivor pick, like week two, when they played the Texans.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was way to get that one out of the way. <laughs> The Falcons are six and seven, man. This I feel like this is the best record the Falcons have had in like five years. Like, I don't know what to make of them. But I mean, they're gonna be like eight and nine or something like that, and they're gonna run it back, and it's just gonna be gross. So they gotta they need to figure that sh- that that stuff out, that shit down there in Atlanta. But all right, Seahawks 33. Picked by Corey against the Texans 13.
2: I still don't know if the Seahawks are good the texans are that bad uh but i'll take a survivor one where i can get one and that's usually by betting against the texans so
0: yep uh, usually that has worked out in the past except i may have lost one on the texans this year uh,
2: i don't think you took the i think did you take the texans
0: i lost one on Over somebody the Jets, in, I think. it was very bad i think and yeah huh not good not yeah. good uh davis mills Showing Sorry. a little life, yeah. Showing a little, bit. A little life.
2: All yeah. that game he's got's in his neck.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think that Russ might be back. I think the Seahawks just still stink. So
2: yeah, I don't know how the Seahawks don't tear it down after this year.
0: Are definitely but they do top to bottom. Just, their front there's office no way Russ is coming back.
2: Their front office has been drafting like absolute shit for like a decade straight, half decade straight. Pete Carroll's the oldest coach in the NFL. Like. It's, it, I think
0: it's done in Seattle. Jamal Adams signs his monster deal. A year later, they're tearing everything down. <laughs> and he's going to ask thought, for another trade. He thought he was like joining a contender. <laughs> tough. <laughs> Go to the Jets to the Seahawks. Who? Yeah, tough, tough, tough. Um, an an entertaining game, and the fact that the Raiders, who scored nine points, uh, had a meeting on the field on the logo of the Chiefs uh, pregame, <sighs> and then promptly, you know, got absolutely boat raced (laughs) because chief scored 48 lost, ended up losing by uh 38 yeah not not great raiders not great but hey hopefully they're just beaten up and they're ready to mail it in on saturday that's what i'm gonna hope for
2: yep i mean yeah
0: not much ever since the (laughs) rugs
2: ever since the rugs news i think people don't understand how vital rugs was to opening up the middle of the field for the Raiders and you know we all know what happened with Henry Ruggs but uh it's just not pretty their offense can't do anything um although speaking of Raiders did you hear that uh Josh Jacobs there was a report that came out this week that Josh Jacobs has like nine children with nine different women I did see that uh um, yeah he's uh challenging
0: uh Antonio, Antonio Camardi Camardi. yeah or uh Phil Rivers <laughs> pretty much the AFC West is just a hot breeding ground for children <laughs> It's a, uh, but yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting. Uh, Josh Jacobs is also not very old. so <laughs> At no. least Phil Rivers was like 38 with like, you know, nine kids. Like he had some time.
2: Yeah. Josh Jacobs years. is like 24.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's like, he's like two years out of college. <laughs> My God, <laughs> dude, like wrap it up. Come on, let's go.
2: Like you've got things 23. To do. Yeah, dude. That's crazy. Insane. Unless he has mean, like. It's the season of giving and he just like loves paying child support. I like I don't I don't know.
0: He loves not pulling out, I think is what he loves. So
2: <laughs> buddy. <laughs> what are we doing?
0: Yeah. Uh Cowboys
2: 27, Washington 20. Taylor Heineke, man, that guy. Uh yeah, he's gonna make a nice living as a backup quarterback through his, throughout his time. Uh but uh I certainly don't think he's the answer for any NFL team as a long-term viable starter. Um he's kind of got that Ryan Fitzpatrick thing going on. We're like, is this guy good? Yeah. It's like, no, this guy's not good. And then he's like, wait, yeah. did he just do that? And it's like, oh no, this guy sucks. So congrats, Washington. You got yourself a nice spot starter if you want to keep him. But
0: and, and Micah Parsons, dude. Holy shit.
2: That dude's a monster.
0: Yeah. yeah. Insane. He's uh I think he's probably – he could not play another down this year and he'd win Defensive Rookie of the Year.
2: Yeah, that's probably true. Um, Probably true. Patrick Sertan has quite a few interceptions, uh, so that's kind of sexy. But, I mean, the sack numbers he's putting up for a linebacker and all fall linebackers is just ridiculous.
0: He was dominating that entire first half. like Yeah. Just completely taking it over. A game that we don't really have much to talk about on the field or off the field. Titans, 20. Jaguars, zero. Oh, my goodness.
2: Urban Meyer, man, didn't even make it's eye over. contact. Pack it up. Wouldn't even Pack make eye up. contact with Mike Vrabel. He was on your coaching staff at Ohio State. <laughs> How are you not even gonna
0: look at him? <laughs> he was. I, Were
2: they the same guy? Yeah,
0: Vrabel was, was at Ohio State oh. with Urban Meyer. He did wouldn't even look at him in the eyes. Like, come on, Jeez, bro. Man. I, I need I need Ryan Day to win a national championship at Ohio State so that we can like completely forget that Urban Meyer was ever there.
2: That's fair. Did you? Uh, see that press conference question where they were like some reporter yes. was a terrible question. It's like, oh, your offensive line got their ass kicked. Like what, they got their ass kicked, and he just went, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was his answer."
0: Calling his coaches losers, dude.
2: That's the funniest thing. It's like nothing says leadership like denying that you have a toxic work environment and threatening it to fire anybody who says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Freaking saying that he had like no idea that his like safety didn't even play. He was like, they asked him. He got some good snaps. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He got some good snaps and did not play a snap. It's I think he knows who that guy is. I don't think he knows who Andre cisco is. It's not good, man. It's not good. All right. Another un another unappealing game. The brought a bunch of unappealing games, as it has been all year, besides, you know, the later. The four o'clock window was pretty good. Um but yeah, Broncos 38. Somehow the Broncos are seven and six. Uh in the Lions 10. Uh Lions had a ton of dudes on COVID. They never really stood a chance.
2: No. Before it even started. That's the game you expect the Broncos to win. Uh did you hear the news that Teddy Bridgewater might be looking for a $25 million contract next season? Yeah, so will I. <laughs> That's fair. Uh he like, might get it though the way his quarterback market is. Uh Teddy Bridgewater's doing what they need him to do. He's not losing any games. No. No. He's not winning any games, but he's not losing any games. Uh I mean I guess that's how Baker Mayfield's been playing too. He's not really losing any games, but um Broncos are a good defense. I don't think they're going to I don't think they're going to be serious playoff contenders, but No.
0: No, no. Chargers in the throw of the year probably against the Gi- Dude. 37 against the Giants 21.
2: Justin freaking Herbert, man. That guy is ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous.
0: Yeah, dude, that was uh, Giants are dead. Uh, a very dude, there was a
2: report that came out today that was like, Oh, Joe Judge is expected to be retained. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that.
0: Uh, this was a, a thriller, in Manila. Uh, Bengals 23, 49ers 26 and OT. Go Niners, baby. Niners coming through for Go us, Niners. Beat also, also, Joe uh, watching Joe Burrow, his clock. Is just like on another level, and I was like comparing it to Baker's because I feel like Baker's always getting sacked because he's holding onto the ball, uh, like you know a second too long, and Joe Burrow's always getting the ball out like right before a defensive end is swatting at his arm. It's it it was incredible. It was it was pretty cool.
2: He's got a good timer. Got a good timer.
0: Yeah, but uh, 49ers handling our business for us. Bucks thirty three. Bills twenty seven. Dude,
2: Tom Brady's ridiculous the the buffalo bills can't run the ball which is kind of funny uh like at all um but tom brady's ridiculous we're talking about a guy who's probably going to win the mvp at the age of 44 he's unreal that's that's nuts just it's nuts
0: anyone who says he has all these weapons and you know they're scheming everything up for him no dude he's making big boy throws uh you know big time throws like and like winning throws like the dude is
2: and he deserves to have all these weapons. His best receiver for ages was Julian Edelman, Kent State's quarterback. Like,
0: No, dude, yeah. He is he's just as big as the reason why they're winning games as anybody else on that, as, as much as the defense, as much as, you know, guys like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and, you know, Chris Godwin. Keep your eyes on that guy because Browns could, Browns could uh, be throwing a bag at somebody this offseason. It might be him. Another guy they might be throwing a bag at because he refuses to block for his rookie quarterback. Is Allen Robinson and the Chicago Bears who scored 30 and the Packers scored
2: 45 Sunday night football. I'll tell you what, Justin Fields, no, hasn't been great this year. Again, none of the rookie quarterbacks have outside of Mac Jones. But again, what I would say is any quarterback who would have gotten drafted in New England, you put maybe okay, Zach Wilson's really struggling, but you put Justin Fields in New England, you put Trevor Lawrence in New England, you probably even put Trey Lance in New England, you're probably getting the same, if not better, results that Mac is having. Not to discredit Mac. Mac's doing what he used to do. Justin Fields, though, three of his last four starts. The one start he got hurt and went out. He wasn't playing well until that. But we're looking at the 49ers game, Steelers game, and then this past game, taking out the Bucks game. We're not the Bucks game, but um, the game he got hurt. He's yeah. getting better every week. Every week.
0: Yeah, man, he's uh he's making some of those plays that you just want to see a rookie make, you know, a, a couple times a game that you know basically just give not only a coaching staff hope but yeah, fan base hope. You know, it's uh he's gonna be he's gonna be a good player, man. Yeah, the, I feel like you are gonna get to take a victory lap here in the next couple of years. Better, nothing better. Than <laughs> which that. I know you love. Which I know you love. All right, who you got tonight? Freaking Rams are struck. Rams are kind of
2: spiraling, and yeah, everybody's out. And I gotta go cards.
0: Yeah. It's, cards. It's definitely a game the Rams need, but I'm probably with you. Yeah. Zodell Odell going to get another touchdown tonight?
2: Probably, just to piss everybody off on the timeline. <laughs> <long. laughs>
0: just yeah. Browns Twitter is going to be a shit show tomorrow. awful <laughs> yeah. oh, fun. But yeah, so we will uh, check that out and we will, you know, we're going to get back with you. We got the Ra- Raiders preview. It's the games coming early, get it. So, make sure you uh, check us out on Friday or Saturday morning um because uh we don't, we don't, we only have two pods, so we don't give you a ton of time to check it out, but make sure, uh make sure you uh check us out because we're going to be breaking it down with you. Um, and, uh, for Corey, for stats, Aaron and myself, Riley, uh, we are nothing rises with orange. We appreciate you guys listening in. Um, leave us a review, subscribe. It's the holiday season. All we're asking for is a review. Um, And we'll talk to you on Friday on Nothing Rides with Orange.